Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to Point of Football, where much like David Marshall, we've massively strayed outside our remit and embarrassed the nation in the process. With incredible vision is me, Tom Meadowcroft. And running with flailing arms into his own net is him, Daz Napton. Tere cuidas solahe. I beg your pardon? I was just preparing for the uh, episode by learning up on the local language. That was, hello, how are you? Okay, yep, this is our episode where we scour the internet for stories from various randomly chosen nations. And Daz, unfortunately for him, landed on Estonia or Estonia Uh. last week. So he's been boning up on the language, apparently. Do you have anything else for us, language-wise? Nah, I only had that quick moment while you were telling the intro to go on Google and type it in on Translate, sadly. Very good. Could you translate something else for us? Yeah, go for it. Uh, how about I will buy your daughter for this fine goat? <laughs> okay. Ma ostan su tutra sel pene kist east. Very nice. Such a beautiful language. Yeah. I have um, a friend of mine who's, um, I think it's her grand granddad is Estonian, so she's uh, loosely learns the language every so often just to keep in touch with her former nation. Not that she's ever been there or probably intends to go there, but... Yes. Before we carry on this episode, we should point out that some of our best friends are Estonian. (laughs) Yeah. What were you able to dredge up then, Daz? Oh, after, after having some real struggles to find good stories because obviously to recap for anyone who hasn't or or is tuning in for the first time uh the first couple we've done have been the first was a scandalous um story of a a nation called timor leste who um had basically stolen a load of rubbish brazilian players and give them fake passports and then Tom did a story about Uruguay football, which was um, a recap of Uruguay's unexpected 1950 World Cup success. Both of those really good stories. Um, and Estonia 
as a footballing nation is um, <laughs> largely unknown. The only real initial interesting factoid to bring up is that um, two of Arsenal's uh, goalkeepers, one current and one ex, um, have both represented Estonia. Um, and that's, in terms of interesting facts, about as good as it gets. Mark Poom is like the, the national hero. And he, he he spent most of his career over in the Premier League with uh, Derby County. I think he was at Watford for a bit. Arsenal, as I just mentioned. I think he actually got a Champions League runners-up medal um, when they got to the Champions League final. But that's definitely not an interesting story. I had to find something more interesting than that. So, what I found is the story of the Baltic Cup. Hmm. Is now, this one of those things that they have to do because they can't get into any other any other uh, competition? Well, I'll tell you how it st- how it actually started in a min. But I'm guessing before we start this off that you have zero knowledge of the uh, <laughs> the infamous Baltic Cup to, to now. Uh, little to none. I think I did actually look it up the other day because I was looking at what Finland had achieved up to now. And I think yeah. they might have been involved in that. Yeah. Yeah. Weirdly, Finland, um, in the whole time it's been running, have only been in it twice. Um, and for the rest of the time, it's been um, three other nations. But anyway, I won't spoil it for you yet. Let's get straight in. So the Baltic Cup started in 1928. And the reason it started was because Estonia were going around in the late 20s telling everyone, telling the world of football, that they were the Baltic football champions. Um, (laughs) Obviously, no one had any reason to disbelieve them. Yeah. So then, of course, uh, Latvia and Lithuania went, well, hang on a minute. How do you know? You haven't played us and you haven't beat us. So they set up the Baltic Cup in 1928. And uh, according to Wikipedia, the intention of it was to try and bring the nations closer together, obviously in terms of friendship and, uh, you know, kind of like how Scandinavia is uh, known for having its sort of uh, Viking nation spirit divided mm. amongst the many countries. But I think with the the Baltics, it's a bit more of a stubborn hostile um environment mm. so i guess the point of this was to try and bring people together baltics uh, is kind of like the less cuddly scandinavia mm. i think that's a perfect description yeah so anyway it started in 1928 this is just an overview this this isn't yet at the uh, the sort of headline of estonia's involvement uh, and then Due to the Soviets, of course, there was a 50-year inactive period for the tournament because the the countries were under the Soviet flag, so they didn't actually compete for 50 Under the yoke of communism. Yeah, so then it restarted up in 1990, and it still goes on uh, to this day. And uh, the great thing about it is um, it's just finished about two weeks ago. So um, the... 2020 edition which of course is happening in 2021 like the euros was um was uh done about two weeks ago but anyway did estonia win 
You'll have to wait till the. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, usually, there are three teams that compete. Uh, as I've already mentioned, we've got um, Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. But as you mentioned earlier, Finland popped over literally for two random tournaments. They didn't win it, and I guess they probably just thought, "Sod this, it's not worth it." <laughs> Let them just get back to the triangle of hatred against each other. Um, Latvia and Lithuania have both had good success in it, which let's face it, when there's only three teams that are all mediocre, there's a good chance they're all going to win it at some point. Uh, Latvia have won it 13 times and Lithuania have won it 10, which makes Estonia by far the least successful team in the, in the history. Um, they've only won it four times. Um, quite sad that after setting this up to prove they are the Baltic football champions, they have spent um, decades uh, ruining calling themselves that unofficially. Well, I know Lithuania are kind of down there in the FIFA rankings. So I I guess that stands to reason that Estonia are even worse. Yeah, exactly. But Latvia had a... Uh, V.S. Um, Astrovez, or have you pronounce it, who was um, who played for Rovers for a long time. Uh, and I think he was the uh, record cap holder for uh, the Latvian national side. Nice. Um, that's 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 a good fact to add in. My, my fact, fact about yeah, my fact about Latvia. I know we're focusing on Estonia, but I thought you'd enjoy this. Um, Latvia in the recent Baltic Cup lined up with the left back. Ravis Jerkovsky, who is the <laughs> le- who is the uh, left back for Dundalk. Jerkovsky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm. I bet he gets a lot. Of st- he gets a lot of stick in Dundalk. I should imagine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the name Ravis is quite a weird one as well. <laughs> it's like Maven Ravis. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> How can we make the name Mavis sound a bit more current? <laughs> Ravis. It's like an old lady that does traveling DJ for like part, yeah. for weddings and yeah. Uh, uh, I'd, I'd definitely go and watch a show if it was raving Ravis, especially, especially if his second name's Jerkovsky. <laughs> um, anyway, back to Estonia. So there's some specific events that have took place during the Baltic Cup, which I thought I'd bring your attention to. Mainly because, a bit like with the 1950 World Cup story you told, there's some just like classic, because it was back in the olden days, these things just happened. 1933 is where we start off our controversy, where the Baltic Cup was actually, there was no winner declared. Okay. Uh, And the reason was, was that they couldn't agree how to end the tournament. Um when the last match of the tournament ended up being postponed because of um, loss of light. I thought you said loss of life then. No, no, loss of light. <laughs> so in in two of... Bearing in mind... So yeah, I, I'll explain how it works. It's a round robin where they play each other once. So you only actually play two matches amongst the three teams. Um, and on two of the three matches in the tournament... It got dark, so they just called it off. Um, I mean, I think I remember hearing you say something similar about 
the Jamaican league. Where like, yeah. and it, it, the same question um, I want to raise here as well. Did they not know it was going to get dark? Well, night, night's a semi-regular thing. The the thing about this is, I think the plot thickens here when I tell you this next bit of the story because <laughs> Latvia um, were top of the pile and they went into their final match of the tournament. Uh, they used to play all three matches within three days, so it was just like back to back to back. And on the final day, between Lithuania and Latvia, the hosts of the match, um, which were Lithuania, surprised the referee and officials in the morning by giving them a tour of a local brewery. <laughs> Way. Um, morning Estonia- brewery tour. Estonia's newspaper Pive Helt reported <laughs> reported that um, the Finnish referee for the match was quote really jolly, did a horrible job, and favoured Lithuania. I bet he did. <laughs> um, and then obviously he decided to stop it because it got dark. <laughs> ah, fuck this! <laughs> I want so, a fucking kebab. So not um not a great um way to end the tournament, but then they did I think they did a replay, but for some reason all of them were angry with each other about the situation, even though a replay seems like an absolutely fine way to decide it. So they just decided not to award any of the championship that year. Just had a fight instead. Yeah, I think they must have done because the following year, because it used to be an annual tournament, 1934, uh, they just didn't bother doing it. <laughs> the The arguments were still rife and it actually says um, not held... Uh, wait, where does it say? Not held due to disagreements over the 1933 <laughs> competition. <laughs> Very much off each other's Christmas card list then. Yeah, it's like... Well, last time, you let it get dark too early. <laughs> you got the ref pissed. Yeah, yeah. So we're not going to bother that's, this That's time. great shit housing. I really, really yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, so fast forward a few years, and obviously uh, just before <coughs> the war, uh, 1939 was due to be what would be the last tournament before the war. Um, but... The 1939 tournament also didn't happen happen because um, sports relations between Latvia and Lithuania were at an all-time low because of a controversial basketball game, apparently. (laughs) So you you can already picture it. It's just very stubborn, argumentative nations going, no, (laughs) (laughs) just throwing their toys out of the pram the whole time. I love it. (laughs) Um, the RC cul-de-sac of international football yeah exactly so I guess in (laughs) between 1940 and 1990 while the Soviets were looking after it they probably just thought we can't be bothered with all this hassle (laughs) just sack it off we're not having the Baltic Cup anymore and then when they all got their independence in the 90s it, it started up again which was quite nice you're not having the Baltic Cup until you can behave and share. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty much what happened. Latvia, uh, stop kicking Lithuania's chair. 
um so then when it kicked back off in the 90s it was fairly um nice in terms of it actually happened every year doesn't seem like there was any more loss of light or fighting or basketball incidents um and then all of a sudden in 2005 Estonia decided to withdraw from the tournament which essentially left it a two-team tournament um or to anyone else a match Um, (laughs) so yeah I think it's starting to lose its credibility by this point so they they make a decision to just host it every like three or two or three years now so they still do it but it's not it seems as though they were all starting to find it probably more of a chore than it was actually worth um, with all the pettiness Um, 2012 they tried to freshen things up by adding Finland into the mix Um, they were runners up in the first one and then they were rock bottom the second time Um, but apparently that annoyed Latvia I think it's always Latvia who are getting annoyed by the way it annoyed Latvia Latvia because all, all of the teams agreed to open it up to four teams but then after agreeing Latvia were like we're still not playing any more than two matches, so you've got to turn it into a knockout tournament instead. But I think the point of making it a four-team tournament was to try and actually increase the games. Uh, Latvia weren't having it. Be cool, Latvia. Come on. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's 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 a real good overview, hopefully, of um, how it all how it all panned out. But then coming forward to twenty twenty. Uh, 2021 even, when it actually happened. The tournament was held across all three nations between the three teams. Um, Estonia, as I mentioned, are the by far the least successful team in the tournament. And when it came to the June 21 edition, they actually kicked off the tournament with a 1-0 win in Lithuania, which uh, as far as shocks in this tournament go, it's, it's probably, it, well, it might be up there. It might not be. I don't know. But you have no it, idea, do you? It seems as though <laughs> it's up there in the shocks. Um, and then Latvia beat Lithuania as well. So it set up a really tense final, which um, meant that for the first time since World War Two, Estonia had the chance in their home city of Tallinn to lift the Baltic Cup. Come and on, lads. It was. I wish I could have seen it. I have actually tried to find highlights with it being like a couple of weeks ago, but there's no there's no evidence of it. So all I've got is the Wikipedia match report to look at. But mm. um, it appears Estonia went one nil up in the first five minutes, which was a, a great start. They then doubled their lead just before half time, one hand on the trophy, and then with six minutes left, Latvia pulled one back through a penalty tense stuff but Estonia held on to lift their fourth Baltic Cup triumph fantastic and with that they sealed their history Um, and to add to that Mark Poom who is the legend I mentioned earlier his son Marcus Poom made his debut for the country as well oh that's nice so, yeah, it all rounded off really nicely. First trophy since the um, war. And I would say, at time of recording, they are the most current 
National Cup winner. They must be, because it only happened two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, when is the Caribbean Cup happening? Oh, that's usually it's usually around the end of the year, sort of October uh, okay. time. Yeah, oh, fair so. enough. So, yeah, wow. I would say, despite not having a rich history, Estonia are possibly the most recent and newest champions, which is quite a nice thing to be able to achieve, I guess. All right. Very nice story, Dows. I have two I have two follow-up questions. Uh, one, what does the Baltic Cup look like? I'm imagining it's some kind of, like, angry moose. <laughs> you could uh, Google that for us. Yeah, it might it might well be carved out of uh, wood. Yeah. Let me see. Baltic Cup. I will also Google it. <clears throat> yeah, I'm curious. Oh, yeah, it's definitely wooden. <laughs> good <laughs> oh it's quite a nice uh, trophy actually it's got like a wooden base and a wooden second base mm. it's got four metal columns it separated. looks like a dice yeah it does a bit doesn't it yeah and then um it's got the um actual proper bit of the trophy um attached to the top it's very scratched it's obviously very well loved oh yeah i i reckon yeah that might have been one of the many reasons one of the tournaments got cancelled because Estonia scratched it during the celebrations one year. Yeah. Latvia probably scratched like Lithuania or twats on the bottom. Yeah. Knowing what they're like. Oh, you know what those Latvians are like. But anyway, Estonia. Yeah, go on. You had another question anyway. Yeah, my other question is one I always like to ask when it comes to sort of more obscure national teams. What is the nickname of the Estonian national team? Ah, uh, so in um, in English, it's a really boring one. It's uh, blue shirts. Mm, that is very boring because they play. There's no blue. boys from the territory. No, but in Estonian, um, which, as you know, by this point, I'm quite fluent in. Yeah, they are called um, Sina. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> fluent. <laughs> Sinisargid. Sinisargid. Yeah. And does that just mean the blue shirts? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Slightly disappointing that one. Yeah. I mean, another couple of uh, interesting things. The the uh, biggest win um, came four years ago away in Gibraltar, six 0 Not bad. Which yeah, it's not bad. But then two years ago, they had their heaviest defeat, which was um, 8-0 against Germany. I feel like it could have been worse for them. Yeah, they also have lost 10-2 against Finland, but that was that was pre-war as well. Well, different game then, wasn't it? Yeah, Finland were like world powerhouses, I imagine, before the war. Cool. I think, uh, is that all the Estonia content? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Considering well it was a real hard one to find anything out about, the the sort of reserve backup story I had in case the Baltic Cup just turned turned out to be naff was um, Estonia once sent a team over to the Olympics. Um, I think it was like around the might have been 1930s or something, but it was back when football was a lot more harsh, um, and they didn't care for the fact that people had to travel across the globe for these tournaments and uh, they lost their first game 1-0 and then had to spend three weeks in Paris just watching the rest of the Olympics which 
is a very uh, sad thing to have to do. But <laughs> you can't leave. Yeah, I mean, I guess they. I, I actually looked into it. They did just spend the three weeks enjoying Paris. And, yeah, uh, and they probably had a lovely time. Yeah, I think they invited Ireland over for a friendly, who probably were in the same situation. They got dumped out in the first round. But yeah, I think football's a lot more nice now in terms of they at least give everyone a group stage so they can have a bit of a go at it. Would you like a random country then? Oh no, it's my go to have a random country, isn't it? Yes. So right. I'm going to give you a random country. Oh, okay. Um, which... I I'm gonna do based on a continent we haven't used yet. Um, but also it's a country that I hope will fill you with joy because okay. you've, uh, you've actually seen them play live. It is Tuvalu. Tu tu Tuvalu. Fine, I'm sure I can work with that. I'm sure, yeah, I really hope you can just find the life history of that really large man who was wearing sandals who was <laughs> at the Kanifa World Cup. Uh, I'll see if I can get in touch. If if you can get him on the uh, on the pod, that'd be even better. They're the only... Uh, actually, no, I'll save it. I'll save it. <laughs> Here we go. Right. Into episode four. There's <laughs> <laughs> a double episode. Right. Better stop then. Would yeah. you like it? Would you like a joke? I will have a joke, <laughs> but I won't like it. A Canadian, a Swiss, a German, a Mexican, an American, a Korean, an Austrian, a Brazilian, an Estonian, a Filipino, a Brit, an Egyptian, an Icelander, a Jamaican, a South African, a Puerto Rican, a Chinese, a Latvian, a Moroccan, a Taiwanese, a Spaniard, and a Romanian walk into a fancy restaurant. The waiter stops them and says, sorry, lads, you can't come in here without a tie. You all thought I was going to be racist, didn't you? <laughs> Bye! A football, everybody's doing it, everybody's playing it, ain't you heard it? Football, everybody's doing it, everybody's saying it, football's a word. There was a player, he scored a goal, and everybody cheered the goal. Another time, player got fouled, and everybody booed very loud of a football. Everybody's hoping and everybody's praying their claim will win. Football, everybody's raving and now they're misbehaving, cause football has got them in a spin. Send that punk off the pitch, bitch. Podcast Network.